Welcome to the League Podcast. It's week seven of the fantasy season. After last week's marathon podcast, we'll just give you a quick recap of the standings, what's going on in fantasy football, and all of the action going on in the league. If you want to participate in the League Podcast, download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android device, find the League Podcast, or go to anchor.fm slash the league, that's T-H-A, league, the league. All you have to do is favorite the podcast, you'll see a button to send a message, you can record your own voice message, you can just leave some feedback or your own take on what we've said or anything come up in fantasy football, and we might just include it in the next episode of the podcast. So after week six, it's a tale of two leagues. We have four teams at the top of the standings at 6-0 and or 5-1, and and we have four teams at the bottom of the standings at 1-5. and So this is going to make for an interesting week seven and week eight and nine as we get into the really the big bye weeks. Uh, you're going to see a lot of players change teams. There's already been a lot of players that have changed teams this week. Um, I'm going to go over those trades here in a bit. But the teams that really are looking to sort of solidify their rosters, make some moves to uh, move some depth to get some superstars, are Trollback Thursday, the Oracle, Hogan's Heroes, and NU's Finest. The Oracle and Hogan's Heroes have already made moves this week. Uh, the teams in the bottom of the standing, Scott Bean Machines, Ball Sun, Snow Lives, Goon Squad, and Just Win Baby, uh, need to really look at their bye weeks to see if there's a player that they need to move because they need to win now. Um... So looking at the trades that happened this week, we had a trade between Evan and Pete. So that would be Hogan's Heroes and the Executioners. Um, some depth wide receiver moves, really. Uh, Executioners picked up Amari Cooper and Mike Williams, while Hogan's Heroes picked up Tyler Lockett and Taylor Gabriel. Uh, I really think Hogan's Heroes won this end of the trade. Amari Cooper is a, uh, a boomer bust player. He's either scored 100 yards uh or less than 10 on the season in each game which is pretty terrible mike williams just isn't getting the target share in in uh the la chargers wide receiver quarter really weren't an every week start uh while tyler lockett has scored a touchdown in all but one game this season and taylor gabriel has gone completely off in the matt nagy uh chicago bears offense the last two games he's combined for 47 points, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, so I think uh, Hogan's Heroes really won out in that trade, um, got some really good players uh, while sort of losing Amari Cooper, which has been sort of the guy that you feel like you have to start but really don't want to. Um, another trade that happened right before the Week 6 games kicked off was uh, Scott B Machines picked up Jarvis Landry. Uh, in exchange for Jordan Howard to Tebow's Before Hose. Uh, Tebow's Before Hose is really hurting for running back prior to that week. And Scott B. Machines had a really rough receiving core, so I think it was a good trade for both teams. Um, Landry has had a, a ton of targets but not a ton of catches last week, so I think he's got uh, some really big potential with some great matchups with the Cleveland Browns coming up in the next few weeks. Jordan Howard seems to be a descending player with Tariq Cohen really taking the reins in the Chicago backfield the last couple weeks. So we'll see if 
Jordan Howard can get written back in the game script, but it, that may end up being just a depth move after the other trade that I'll tell you about that Tebow's before hose pulled off this week, uh, just a few minutes ago, actually. Uh, Tebow's picked up T.Y. Hilton and Mark Ingram from the Oracle in exchange for Odell Beckham Jr. So the Oracle picks up his second elite wide receiver, uh, in a player that has been a bit boomer bust in Odell Beckham uh, because of really poor quarterback play by Eli Manning. Uh, T.Y. Hilton has been hurt for the last few games and is looking to come back this week, so we'll see if he can pick up where he left off because he was having a, a nice rapport with Andrew Luck, who's having a good season. And Mark Ingram came back last week, uh, well, two weeks ago, rather, before his bye, um, and had the majority of the, the touches in the New Orleans backfield. Um, so... The thing I like about this for Tebow's for Hose is going into a couple weeks ago, he was rolling out Adrian Peterson, Naeem Hines, uh, and Philip Lindsay as his running backs. And now after these couple of trades, his running back core is Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Jordan Howard. He's got Marlon Mack on the bench, and he's also got Le'Veon Bell marinating. Uh, his wide receiver core went from A.J. Green, Odell Beckham, and Jarvis Landry to A.J. Green, Mohamed Sanu, and T.Y. Hilton uh, with Chris Godwin sitting on the bench. So we'll see um, if that trade down in position from a, a really a, a huge strength at wide receiver uh, to picking up some really great running backs pays off in the long run for Tebow's before hose. Um, overall, I think Tebow's is a better team after, after the trade, and uh, I don't know if this was the right place for Mark Ingram to land from the Oracle. I know he was looking to add another um, another elite wide receiver. I know that uh, DeAndre Hopkins was on the block. So we'll see if this ends up being the right move. Um, we'll have to see what the Oracle makes for moves in the next few weeks. Uh, some trades that have not happened yet, but players that have been dangled this week are Melvin Gordon uh, by Scott Bean Machines. Uh, unfortunately, he picked up a, uh, a questionable designation for tomorrow's early morning game in London, um, and then he goes into his buy. So his value to any team picking him up uh, has dropped a little bit, so he's a bigger risk to take on with a, uh, a newly popped hamstring injury. Um, the other players that were floated out there were uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown, both by Goon Squad. Uh, being at 1-5, he's got to win now, um, and he's already trailing uh, in his matchup against uh, Ball Sun Snow Lives, who also need to win this week to uh, stay in playoff contention. Um, as of Saturday night, uh, neither Roethlisberger or Antonio Brown has moved. Uh, I hear that Goon Squad is looking for a package that will get him uh, a starting running back, which I don't know if that's going to be out there this week. So we'll see what, what happens and if any moves happen before uh, the Week 7 games kick off. Uh, he's got Corey Davis in his lineup, who's playing at 9.30 in the morning in, in London, so we'll see if a move gets made before then, um, or if he ends up taking him out of the lineup um, so that he can have a little bit more security and a few more hours to try to make a move. Um, I hope he does make a move. I'd like to pick up Antonio Brown. I think I've offered a, a, a generous compensation package, but um, it could end up being that he just stands pat, hopes to catch a win or to, to, to get hot at the end of the season. Uh, Goon Squad does have a tough road ahead where he does have to play the Oracle twice uh, 
in his remaining games this season. So we'll see how that all that works out. Um, some news in the NFL that is affecting fantasy. Again, talked about Melvin Gordon. Uh, picked up that uh, questionable designation on Saturday, um, which makes him iffy for the game in, in what was already going to be a tough matchup against Tennessee's good run defense. Um, so they promoted a guy from the practice squad, which is not a good sign for uh, for the Chargers. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, could be a blow-up spot for Austin Eckler, uh, which is on Just Win Baby, who's playing me this week. Um, so we'll see if he creeps in the lineup or he ends up sticking with Tevin Coleman, uh, who secured the starter spot now that uh, Devontae Freeman is on the IR. The other big injury is that Rob Gronkowski all of a sudden uh, is looking doubtful and has been listed as doubtful, which you don't see very often nowadays because that's not an official designation anymore. Uh, But Gronk did not travel with the team to Chicago. So it looks like uh, Tebow's for a hose had to pick up uh, Nick O'Leary from the Dolphins. So we'll see how that works out for him. Uh, But he has a tough matchup against Hogan's Heroes to try to uh, get into that upper echelon of the league. So uh, we'll see how that move works out. He opted not to trade. Uh, the two guys with really uh, tight ends to burn are, unfortunately, his opponent, uh, Hogan's Heroes, has Evan Ingram on the bench. And I have O.J. Howard, which he opted not to go that route. So we'll see how how that all shakes out in what I consider the big game of the week, and Tebow's for Hogan's against Hogan's Heroes. Another good matchup this week is the Oracle at, at five and one against Balster Thomas, who's at uh, four and two and has lost two straight. Um, so we could see some movement here in the uh, in the standings in the league this week. Looking to see which one and five teams make the leap uh, to try to stay in contention for a playoff spot. Again, eight out of the twelve teams make the playoffs. So uh, just because you're in the bottom four right now, there's the, all the other teams have the same record as you. So you can make a move. You can stay relevant. Uh, just takes a few few more wins to uh, secure a playoff spot. Some other news and notes from this week uh, that may end up being fantasy relevant. Uh, Marshawn Lynch had his... Uh, groin checked out during his bye week and it looks like he could be headed to the IR at very least it seems like he's going to be out a month that leaves Doug Martin and Jalen Richard as the remaining running backs with uh, DeAndre Washington potentially looking to see some touches as well Uh, I was able to scoop both Doug Martin and Jalen Richard as speculative ads Uh, we'll see how that works out for me because I have absolutely no running back three right now Uh, so I'm really hoping that one of those guys uh, does well week eight, and I can roll him out week nine when David Johnson is on a bye week. The other big move that happened is Carlos Hyde got traded. Uh, so he goes from the Cleveland Browns to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, he is obviously not going to play this week with less than two days to figure out the playbook, so he'll be inactive likely um, or an emergency role, which really elevates Nick Chubb, uh, who cost Hogan's Heroes 25 fab dollars and looks like a steal now. Because uh, he looks like he's going to be a starting caliber running back. Uh, it also elevates Duke Johnson, who was a good pickup by uh, Balls on Snow Liz Hassani. Uh, it doesn't speak well to what Leonard Fournette's outlook is on the executioner's uh, bench. 
uh, IR spot right now, looking for Leonard Fournette to come back to help him later on the season. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. Um, he is at very least out until week 10, and I don't know if you go get Carlos Hyde if you feel good about Leonard Fournette. Uh, TJ Yeldon also, has also been a little banged up. He will play this week, um, but he has had some uh, some ankle issues, I believe. So uh, we'll see how that Jacksonville uh, running back core plays out over the next few weeks, uh, but that could really shake things up. For fantasy purposes, really helps out Hogan's Heroes because he had both Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb. So he goes from having one guy in his handcuff to having two likely starting running backs. So we'll see if he hangs on to that depth or if he tries to combine that to look for a, a running back needy team uh, to upgrade some other position. And I believe that is it for news and notes this week. And that is going to be it this week on the League Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. Go check out the Oracle's Visions that dropped earlier this week. Big shout out to Bowser Damas, Mike Bowserini for the music you heard in that, as well as all the music you heard in this episode. I am your host, Trollback Thursday. We'll catch you next week. Best of luck out there. So that's kind of fucking horrendous.